0: It's just figuring out how to balance the nine to five with the 24 seven.
1: Welcome to the Hollywood Hustle Podcast, a weekly show where an aspiring actor and screenwriter set out to educate and inspire artists and entrepreneurs all over the world with the stories and challenges of those hustling towards success.
0: Welcome to our special Side Hustle episode where Team Hustle takes the time to connect, check in, and support whatever is going on in our lives. I am your host, Daniel Tuttle, and of course with me is my Hollywood Hustle Plus streaming service, Michael Lutheran.
1: (laughs) Hey guys, how's it going? Uh, Very happy to be considered the Disney Plus version of Hollywood Hustle. I'll take that.
0: How many glitches were
1: there on the first day? (laughs) Oh my gosh. I I, I talked to OG Team Hustle uh, sound editor uh, Kel Torados yesterday. Uh, He lives in Japan and apparently Japan's not getting access to Disney Plus until the year 2021. Wow. It's uh, it's March for UK. I'd be Mm -hmm. interested to hear from like our international listeners. are you guys excited about Disney Plus? Are you frustrated that you're not going to be getting Disney Plus for a while? Uh, or what's the mm-hmm. show that you're most looking forward to checking out? Chip, let us know. Disney+ yeah, exactly. You can't say The Mandalorian.
0: Of course, everybody's excited about The Mandalorian.
1: Yes, everyone is. <laughs> <laughs>
0: That we're actually going to take uh, this week off, and I, I do want to say, we, I, uh, Michael, I, I had mentioned that we would do a preview for our next interview with the uh, singer, uh, songwriter, activist, and podcaster, Melinda Hell. Um, we will be doing that uh, in the in the coming next week or so. Uh, we were actually going to take this week off initially, but there's been a lot going on, and and I thought it was important that maybe Michael and I jump on together
1: and kind of just talk about a lot of stuff that's been going on, because... We have been stressed. <laughs> we we have been stressed, and also you and I, Daniel, have not appeared together like this for a few episodes, be, just because no, I, of my wedding and the birth of your new child, your second child. Uh, we've been really, really busy, and with that comes stress. So I was, just, I, was <laughs> I was thinking just last night. I was like, "When's the last
0: time like you and I had like a, t- a, a side hustle like this?" Yes, where we actually like. Discuss things going on in our <laughs> lives. Like I don't think it's we've really had one since your wedding.
1: Yeah, that's that's probably accurate. I mean, like we appeared on the Child's Play Halloween Hustle together. Yeah, and but I, we
0: didn't really talk about like a lot of going ons. Yeah. In the lines, I think, in that one, it was more just kind of uh, getting to reconnected with uh, Ashley and uh, Todd. But mm-hmm. I was like, man, this just, there's just been a lot going on, and then me and you both recently were just like, we are stressed. <laughs> there's just a lot going on.
1: Yeah, there's a lot going on just in our own personal lives, and then there's also a lot going on behind the scenes of this podcast. Of Hollywood mm-hmm. hustle, so and some of that we're going to be engaging with tonight uh, after this recording. So it's going to be yeah, pretty exciting. But let's update the listeners, uh, Daniel. What is going let's on in, in your life? Yeah, let's delve into yeah. your stress, or rather, just the great opportunity of <clears> throat> a throat> lot of things happening in your life. <laughs>
0: Celebratory
1: exhaustion. <laughs> That's what I'm going at yeah I mean, like you mentioned uh
0: my my second child was brought into the world on october twenty second Her name is everett, and she is adorable. She sleeps great during the day uh at night. she uh wants to wake up and party uh, so uh I don't mind like I don't mind going to bed late like I can go to bed at like two in the, two in the morning and wake up at like seven and pretty much be okay for the day. What's hard for me is the going to sleep for an hour and a half or two hours, having to wake up, feed her, help, help my wife with her, get all that stuff. And I'm not complaining. This is not me complaining about it at all. But it's just that, that waking up, going back to sleep, waking up, going back to sleep really has really gotten to me a lot. And I think that has added to the stress a little bit just because the lack of sleep, um, which not getting good sleep can amp your anxiety um, and amputer stress more. And so mm-hmm. I think that's been a big thing in my stress is just not getting a lot of sleep or at least consecutive, uh, restful sleep. Um, so that's been going on. We just, uh, submitted our, uh, the short film that I made in April that, uh, uh, that was an original story by me with the two ladies from LA happy. We just submitted that to eight more festivals, Woo! uh, that is
1: awesome. We submitted.
0: yeah, including uh the Aspen Film Festival, the San francisco Film Festival, uh Santa Barbara Film Festival, and a few others, um which we're super excited about, super awesome. we can't some of them we're not even gonna hear back until like next March, whether we got in or not, but uh that's exciting, but again, the financial uh a little bit of a financial stress with that of paying for all these fees uh to get these in, and also just the waiting game of like are we gonna get in? Um, to these festivals is a little stressful. Uh, I've been working on a feature film that I was hired to write, which has been interesting
1: <laughs>
0: to put it to put it nicely. And so there's some stress of getting that done, which I will put on me. I procrastinated a little bit on getting it done, so that's on me. So that's a little stressful. And then, and then, like Michael mentioned, there's a lot of stuff going on behind the scenes of uh, Hollywood Hustle podcast. I'm kind of, uh, you know, uh, whether you want to call this the announcement, I'm kind of stepping back from on air stuff right now. Michael is going to do a few interviews with a guest co host uh, here coming up for the new season coming out. Um, so, the first few episodes of 2020, I will not probably be on them just because with the new kid and everything going on, I need to step back. But we have a lot of stuff that's happening to. That will change a lot, uh, change the 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 face of Hollywood Hustle podcast in a lot of ways for the better, mm-hmm. and even though it is for the better, I think there's a lot of stress of us, me and you, figuring things out and coming up with ideas and and thoughts because uh, we we have someone who's guiding us through some stuff and making sure. I think there's a, there's a, at least I put a pressure on me to have the right answer. You yeah, know?
1: absolutely. I think. I mean, just now you just unpacked a lot of the things that are going on in your life. So I want to start back at the beginning and congratulate you and Angie, uh, on this beautiful baby girl, Everett. I have not had the opportunity to meet her yet. I really can't wait until I get to, uh, when she was born, uh, Daniel and I were just texting back and forth that day. You were letting me know like when you guys were going into the room and how things were going. I was
0: definitely keeping you updated.
1: Yeah, and because I think what was I doing that day? I think I was on set for something. Then you sent me a picture of your son Nolan hol- holding baby Everett, and it was just the cutest possible <laughs> thing to see. And I was just so happy. And then like you sent me a picture of like her holding your finger and you look like a giant mm-hmm. compared to her.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's uh she she's a tiny one, but yeah, he's been that's one of the been one of the good things is he's been a really supportive big brother
1: mm-hmm. and
0: really excited to have her around.
1: Yeah, and you, sure. and I know you had a lot of family and friends come out from Texas uh to help out uh with you and Angie getting baby Everett settled and at, help you guys get into like a routine and stuff. So I just wanna just say like how grateful I am that everything went well, uh, that baby Everett is here and that you were able to officiate my wedding on time. <laughs>
0: yeah. And I was that was that was an incredible honor. I was super excited to uh to be there and and, and uh just be a, a part of it was was awesome. It was a beautiful wedding uh that you guys had. Very, very many congratulations uh to you. And uh, your fiance not only for getting married, but for such a, a beautiful and, and fantastic wedding that really focused on family and, and uniting as a family from different cultures. And I thought that was really really special. Yeah, so, so
1: that was the most emotional day. Like you and my my friends who have gotten married and stuff. Everyone's advice was absolutely accurate. And the the, <laughs> the biggest piece of uh, advice I got was just like take a moment to take it all in, uh, to mm-hmm. look around and a uh, observe all the people that are there for us, friends and family. And me and Karen actually did that. We had the opportunity to do that a number of times and it, it really did just fly by, but we were so happy that you got to be there to, to usher us into this chapter. And I remember they sent us out there to start you know, talking to the crowd and then it was time for the ceremony to start and they played my processional music, which was the Lord of the Rings, the Shire theme. And yeah. immediately you and I looked at each other and like, I felt tears in my eyes. I saw tears in your eyes <laughs> and we mm-hmm. both just started laughing of like, oh because gosh. We love Lord of the
0: Rings so much.
1: <laughs> we love <laughs> Lord of the Rings so much. And uh, I know. And like, I had all my Samwise Gamges and Marys and Pippins around mm-hmm. me. Uh, I had my crew and it was just stunning. Like seeing Anna Karen in her wedding dress and just really understanding that this is just the beginning of that really next exciting chapter, and just the whole night, Absolutely. everything just went so well. Your son Nolan was killing it on the dance floor, um, <laughs> you know. And and I also got for the first time to really meet Anna Karen's family from Mexico. Uh, so yeah, that, that,
0: was, that was really cool.
1: Yeah, and the, and the days following, uh, you know, the listeners uh, might recall on our Halloween hustle episode for Child's Play. I actually recorded the intro of that from our hotel room in Las Vegas because Anna Karen and I and her family, we went to Las Vegas uh, a couple days after the wedding on a spur of the moment trip uh, because we're not Mm -hmm. taking a honeymoon anytime soon. And it was just so much fun getting to show her family all around that town and her grandma, who's like 87 years old. She didn't need a wheelchair. She didn't need any assistance. She was just going up and down the strip. And it was just so much fun. And just being able to spend that time with her family and getting to know them and their culture was just an incredible opportunity. Then as Daniel said, like we are in this new phase of the the podcast hustle where we are meeting with someone tonight who's going to walk us through the next steps to really help solidify the vision Daniel and I have had since the beginning of this show and he's going to help us actually put us on a path to make that into a reality and it is stressful because it comes with so many technical questions and testing of me and daniel and like te- like we've always had our dream on the horizon and i think i said this yesterday in our phone call where we've seen it on the horizon but now we actually have to ask ourselves well what does that actually look like what does that feel like
0: yeah a little of my anxiety and i don't know if you are kind of feel the same way but comes from this idea of like okay so we've reached this point it it feels almost like we're on this ledge and it's kind of like do we stay on this cliff where we've been comfortable or do we jump and take you know what could be a big risk mm. and could either uh succeed and grow and we could you know fly higher than we we ever have or we could just fall flat on our faces mm. and it's one of those things where I stand there. I'm like, okay, can't, you start asking, it's like, am I, am I adequately ready to deal with this and what this means and what we're about to attempt to do? And I know it's not, I mean, I feel like we can't go into specifics about it because honestly there's not a lot of specifics yet, but Mm -hmm. I (laughs) I also feel like I don't want to overhype anything. Like we're not like about to do like a world tour or anything like that. But, um, it just feels like I'm just like, are we, are we ready for this next step? And, and I know we are, but again, like, like I said, I think it's me going like, I want to have the right answers.
1: Yeah. I think it's very similar to the feelings that you and I have had where me standing at the altar at my wedding, you know, this is a big new chapter that we're about to embark on. I don't know what this looks like. It feels like, but I know that it's right. And I think for you, like, I'm sure you had questions when Nolan was on the way of like, am I ready to be a father? Am I, is this child going to grow and prosper and all the, those things? And I think I'm going to relate of something I experienced this morning. I went on a morning run uh, and I used the Nike running app because they have guided runs and they do runs with the co-founder of the Headspace app, Andy Puttycomb. There's something that he said that directly hit me. And I think it'll hit you as well, which is there's this feeling that speaking in terms of like meditation and stuff, like you could sit on the shore of a beach and look out into the ocean and you have a picture of what the ocean looks like and how vast it is. Unless you actually go into the ocean, if you just stay there on the shore, you'll never actually know. You'll never know what's actually out there. And so... I think we are at that point where we're about to step into this ocean of opportunity. But as long as we go into this together with clear mind and positive feeling of exploration, uh, mm-hmm. I think that's gonna be a good thing for for us, for the listeners and for the League of Hustle community. <laughs> it's so funny. We're at the end of season we're towards the end of season three, right? And season mm-hmm. four will be the year of twenty twenty. But we've been kind of Racing ourselves of going back to season one in many regards, in terms it, it, of the mindset.
0: It, it feels like in a weird way, it's good. It, it definitely feels like it's going to be in some ways a reboot and uh, of uh, not, I mean, still this who we are still what the show is about, but it just feels like it's like I said, it's just that weird of like wanting to get it right. And, yes. and, 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 and making sure that we, Uh, make the right moves and make the right calls and especially with some of the stuff that we're looking at it's going to be big calls and we we just gotta hope we we (laughs) have the knowledge to do it right
1: well i will say at the very start of this whole process back in march april 2017 we didn't have any of the answers Uh, we, Mm -hmm. we, we started from very much this place of like, we love podcasts. We, we had an idea of what this show could be and we just stepped into it and we just learned as we went. And now flash forward, we've published over a hundred episodes in the feed, officially 94 guest interviews. I don't know if one could say we got it right or wrong, but we did it. Yeah. No, no. Absolutely. I, and I definitely am not trying to diminish
0: the the amount of work that we've put in and, and what we've achieved by far has been incredible. I think it's just I, I, I think it's the knowing what this could be, that 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 expectation, that hope, that weight and going, let's not let's not screw that up. Yeah. Like we know this, what this can be. I think you and I have a really good idea of what this could be. And it could be a great thing for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. And. I just want to make sure that we do it right for those people.
1: Yeah. I mean, and I will say like right now, I'm going to just talk directly to the listener. You are the guiding torch in all of this for us. Every step of the way, even up to this moment, Daniel and I have kept you in our thoughts of whenever we we talk about like, how do we change? Do we change the format of the episode or what other things can we provide you that, that would bring you value and you know contribute more to the community? you are the guiding force of all of this. And it's for the love uh, its for the love of this community that Daniel and I could continue doing this show in the exact same way for years on out. But for us, we always have to ask ourselves, like, what more can we do? And can we do this better? Mm-hmm. And I think, you know, you, you don't grow unless you challenge yourself. And I think we're about to do that a, a whole heck of a lot, but it's because of you And our love for the community is why we think that this is the right time to do this.
0: So, uh, Michael, what's stressing you out?
1: (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Well, I mean, very much the similar things that you've discussed as far as like, obviously, the the behind-the-scenes stuff of this show. But for me, it's, you know, obviously still the employment hustle, the job search. I've been increasing, like, going more out, submitting for more jobs, trying to be more... Uh, specific uh, about Mm -hmm. what I'm submitting for a lot of more production assistant or production office jobs. I've also been submitting for podcast positions because I think, especially knowing where we want to take this show, I feel like if I could get a job working in the podcast industry that could only help out our team, Mm -hmm. the response rate has just been very low. And so that has in turn, I know I have a tendency to overcommit on certain things of not saying no to certain opportunities or whatever, so there have been a couple of times within the last couple of weeks or so where I would say yes, yes and yes to opportunities and not think about either the financial cost that that might mean, meaning that uh am I doing a whole big days of work and not getting any pay for it yeah. but then but then I try to resolve that in my mind of like well, I'm right now also in this period of looking for experience. So for example, I volunteered to work on my friend's movie set. I was just a production assistant, just help, helping them set up some shots. And then I was also an extra uh, in a few of their scenes. And just using that as an opportunity to meet the crew, hear where they're coming from, talk to the fellow actors around me. In that way, like looking at that experience as payment, for it, mm. uh, I mean, it doesn't help the the bank account by any means. But also, I don't want to tie like myself worth to finances. It's it's a, and I say that now, and I know I should also be giving myself that advice because so often do I get stressed about that.
0: I mean, it's that's, that's, everybody does. That's mm-hmm. just that's just we we live in a world where it we we live by money in a lot of ways, and so it's very hard to not get stressed about having. Right, especially when you just get married, and you know, there's there's a lot on the table that's going on.
1: Yeah, and and I'll say, just unfortunately, like Anna Karen and I, we can't take a honeymoon right now, which is why we went on that Las Vegas mini honeymoon trip, just because we we thought we owe it to ourselves to take this time to be with your family and just to just to have fun before we get back into the hustle of things. But then we've also been preparing for other. Uh, big chapters, big hurdles that are coming up uh, that I won't go into detail here on the podcast right now. But um, her and I have just been having those conversations of just like any challenges come up of like, hey, we got this, we're gonna be okay. We created, mm-hmm. uh, we officially created a our bank account, our joint bank account uh, together. So that was a, a fun first step. Yes. <laughs>
0: um, well, I, I think let me let me say this: when it comes to unemployment. And 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 we've talked a lot about kind of the feeling, the the unemployment hustle, uh, the the job search hustle, and stuff like that. Um, When when I talked, one thing I I started looking at when you look at unemployment, it's almost like an empty room because now you have no set responsibility other than life responsibilities. That's Mm -hmm. it: Uh, cleaning the dishes, making sure you pay your rent, things like that. But now your daily responsibilities are empty because you're not forced to go to work. No one's, no one's blackmailing you with a paycheck (laughs) to go to work. (laughs) Yeah. So when you, you have, you have this open space to fill it with whatever you want. Mm -hmm. And a lot of times it, what it becomes is a balancing act because if you fill it with too much of one thing, then something else is going to be neglected. Yes if you fill it with you know if you fill it with just searching for a job constantly just constantly looking for work, sending in applications, things like that, then your peace of mind, your relaxation your your enjoyable hustle like podcasts or writing or acting that's gonna that's gonna kind of become in the back burner and then you're gonna get stressed because oh, I'm not doing what I wanna do, but then if you fill it too much with going and doing, you know, production stuff for free and doing this stuff and not sending out resumes, then you get frustrated. Oh, I'm not doing enough Mm -hmm. to find a job. And so it's, it's this continual balancing act of knowing, like like you said, when to say no to things and, and, you know, finding that time to, I'm going to schedule, I'm going to send out resumes today and then taking a day where, you know what, I'm not going to worry about sending resumes today. Today I'm going to read I'm going to read this book.
1: Yeah. I mean honestly listening and editing Christine Allers interview uh the mm-hmm. past couple of weeks was just uh it was just a trip. Her perspectives on how the, your physical environment is a representation of your internal environment and yeah. After she said that I over the next couple of days I just w- was trying to be more mindful of my personal space. What does that look like? Mm-hmm. And i I have a desk in my bedroom. I opened up my desk, and there is all of these things, these stressful things, actually, like I have one issue thing here that I need to take care of, and I literally buried it in my desk because I know my internal self did not want to deal with those stresses. So mm-hmm. just listening to that interview was really helpful and, and and very much echoing your points of scheduling out the time to take care of business. And mm-hmm. I recently just started listening to an audiobook. book. I'm going to just swear real quick. It's just the title of the book. So if you don't like swearing, you can <laughs> fast forward five seconds. It's called Unfuck Yourself, uh, written by Gary John Bishop. And he narrates it as well. And just in the beginning of this book, I've been listening to, it's how we talk about ourselves, how we talk about our situations has a very mm. deep impact on our, on our psyche. I've tried to be more mindful of when I'm talking about myself, how does that make me feel? And so also talking about unemployment, I get stressed because I, don't, I haven't yet found a way to talk about it in a way that makes me feel, I, or rather, I've been practicing talking about it in a way that makes me feel like this is a chance of opportunity. It's a great moment for me to find what I really want to do. But initially, when I start talking about it, I have that ugh feeling still. And a lot of that comes right. with those initial months or the months leading up to and from that moment happening in my life. So I, I'm just curious for you, Daniel, like just hearing that about how we talk about ourselves, our situations and stuff like that, does that ring true to you? Do you is, is there anything you found yourself saying that has caused you to feel more stressed even? Uh, not
0: specifically that I can think of, like at the moment,
1: Yeah. um, a lot of times it's, I feel like I'm just constantly
0: trying to play catch up. Oh, I need to do this. Oh, I need to do this. Oh, I need to do this. Yeah. And I just feel like it's constantly like, cause other things keep coming in and still trying to balance even you know, without the unemployment part, you're still ba- It's still a balancing act mm-hmm. and still trying to balance everything because there's certain things that you know have a time span you know we're uh, working at stars nine to six nine to six thirty, and when i go home that's done that doesn't bleed over into my everyday life mm-hmm. but things like the podcast or the you know uh, being hired to write the script that is kind of a 24 7 ish type position not that i have any problem with uh, uh you know you texting me about the podcast anytime during the day or anything like that. It's just there that's a kind of a constant thing, those things happen at random times that need to get done. Mm-hmm. Um, because we we don't have a set business time yeah. you know, for the podcast because yeah. it's kind of a, a growing thing that we, we are constantly kind of like shaping and keeping up. And same with writing the script. It's kind of like, hey, here's you know, the producer sending me new notes or thoughts that he has and things like that. And then we have to tell him, well, that's more of a second draft type thing. We'll have to wait on that. And, and, and trying to balance that out of like, okay, how much do I take and go, okay, you know what? I can make that change on this first draft. That's fine. That's not too much. And then when do I put my foot down and go, actually, I can't do that right now. That is a second draft change. We got to talk money and things like that. Yeah. When it could bring, in regards to that, it kind of changed. So it's 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 just figuring out how to balance the nine to five with the twenty
1: four seven. Ooh. And and that's that's and that's I why think I that's keep the, getting kind of. I think that's the title of this episode. <laughs> <laughs> Nailed it. Nailed it. Um, yeah, man i I completely empathize with you in that regard because even though I'm unemployed, I feel like. I have all of these streams of like, you know, here's the workout schedule I'm trying to maintain. Here are the podcast things I'm trying to accomplish. Here are the job things I'm trying to accomplish. And Karen had to remind me this week, are you submitting for auditions? And, you know, so I've tried to incorporate that back into my schedule. Trying to find my way to just get it all done has, Mm -hmm. you know, it's just one of those things, like you said, like, oh, this has to get done. Oh, this has to get done. Oh, this has to get done. Mm -hmm. And just feeling, like you have the space to tell those people or whatever like hey i've got this going on right now i'll get to that by this time or whatever and Back that's <laughs> well and that's where i have a tendency to forget to do something like that i'll say yes but then if that's compiling my schedule having the wherewithal to kind of communicate here's when you can expect that to get done
0: one thing to that you know maybe to look at is everybody is different. And that's uh, such a generic thing, but we're all different in the way we learn. We're all different in the way we think through things Our our paths to solutions are all different. And I think the way people uh, fit their schedules together is different. You know, what works for my wife to schedule her life or to organize her life doesn't work for me. It's not, It does, it just doesn't. I have to find my own way mm-hmm. of doing it. And I think, you know, I'm not sure if that's something you've sat down and go, well, what kind of schedule works for me? What kind of organization tracking, uh, 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 you know, responsibility tracking system works for me? Is it making specific categorized lists and then going, you know what, on Tuesday, I'm going to do this list. And maybe that's auditions and entertainment list. On Wednesday, I'm going to do this list. And that's podcasting and writing and then you know you pick certain categories to handle each day or is it i like to segment my day into those lists so morning is entertainment and podcast night is you know cleaning house management and bills you know so finding that what type of schedule and what type of tracking uh organization works for michael
1: exactly and that's where I've been actually this week of like, I've researched some Mm -hmm. task management apps, though there's this part of me that doesn't want to have to be so reliant on technology a little bit. And as far as like reporting to another app, because I feel like that's another thing then that I have to mentally keep keep track of. But actually just like using my calendar, Mondays is going to be podcasts, Stuff like I could break that down into administrative and editing. Tuesday mm-hmm. would be for acting all day, acting, whether that's uh, submitting for stuff, reading scripts that I'm going to be involved with, reaching out, maybe compiling lists of agents or photographers or things that I want to do, just anything acting related, and so on and so forth. And then going to like my calendar, putting in those goals, specific goals into those blocks. And and I think that I'm going to test that out for the next couple weeks. And, and our next side hustle, went, went maybe for our year in review, I'll report back with how that's going. Um, Absolutely.
0: Yeah, I think that's great.
1: But we did also put a call out to you guys on social media to see... How do you handle stress? What are the things that you do to relieve the stress from your hustle? I'm very sure that you guys are just like us. You have a lot of things going on, both in your personal lives and your creative hustles. So what do you do when the stress is high um, and you just need a break from it all? So uh, Daniel, let's, let's talk about that. What do our listeners have to say?
0: You know, we put it out on Instagram and on Twitter. And uh, some of the responses we got on Instagram, uh, one of, them was of our followers, I'm the anonymous poetess. Uh, She said that uh, she listens to music or I'm I'm assuming I shouldn't assume they uh, they said they like to listen to music and they like talking with their parents, Uh, which Mm. I think if you have a really strong relationship with your parents and you feel like they always offer great advice or they're really good listeners and very understanding, then, you know, I think that's great because who knows you better?
1: (laughs) Yeah, not only who knows you better, but also who's probably experienced these same exact feelings as well than your parents. Mm-hmm. I know when Nolan's ready to talk to his dad about <laughs> the stresses of life, I know you'll be there to talk to him about it.
0: <laughs> no, of course, absolutely. And I'll tell him, um, go talk to your mom. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: so uh, another uh, follower,
0: Manny Zaldiver, uh, all one word, said he likes going on hikes, playing Dungeons and Dragons, or just doing other things that are non-industry related, which I think we've talked a lot on the show is, don't go out and do something industry related go have fun and do something outside of it get your mind off the industry yes get your mind away from acting writing directing shows like it's okay to yeah go see a show but sometimes go do something that's not entertainment based
1: go go somewhere that's going to fuel your soul yeah go hit some baseballs go to the beach go on a hike, like just go do something that
0: is not a part of what you constantly think about already all day.
1: Yes, yes, yes. Uh, Some other
0: responses that we got, we got long walks, a nice bath, using essential oils, disconnecting from
1: social media. And one person said CBD. Yeah. Which I'll let you guys Google what that is. (laughs) (laughs) Well, but I mean, both of those listeners though, connecting with that is just using natural products. Just take care of yourself, treat yourself. I think that's, I think that's key. And then on Twitter, our good friend Kate Cassidy, or uh, on Twitter, she goes by Indy Cinderella. Uh, she says, Yoga stretches. I usually have to do this for uh, her scoliosis. Meditation and quiet time might play music just so long as it's not distracting. I really like mm-hmm. that. I, I think with the yoga and meditation, both of those are just great ways of just focusing in on the body and on the breath. and really great ways to just clear your mind. And I totally get quiet time. I uh, have these Bose headphones that I use to edit the podcast with, and they really are good at just like cutting out even just the quiet chatter and just sitting there mm-hmm. just in silence is just so relaxing. And then now, our... So oh, so go ahead. to get away
0: fr- from everything, noise, anything, and just sit
1: mm-hmm. and
0: just be. Yes, and, not, and just let everything kind of wash away for a moment so you can kind of come back energized and empty, ready to be filled up with whatever comes
1: at you. Yeah, exactly. And then our great friend Ashley on Twitter, she goes by at uh, dancing underscore Kiwi underscore 89. Uh, she says, I listen to music and dance it out. <laughs> I have a playlist that comes me down. I also wrap myself tightly in a blanket or get a heavy blanket or ask for a hug from my boyfriend. Compression really helps me. And I actually, that is really interesting because I actually kind of identify with that as well of just like that human connection of just sometimes the power of a Mm -hmm. hug or even just Mm -hmm. like, yeah, getting a heavy blanket is just a great way, again, to get out of your head it just gets you connected with your body and how does it feel and so much when we get stressed our muscles tighten I know for me like Mm. Karen will literally push my shoulders down sometimes from the amount of stress I'm in and just getting that helps me out because it's just that tension relief what do you think Daniel I I know you uh, music is a big thing for you
0: (laughs) yeah I listen to music a lot dancing and I'll definitely have like an independent like dance party uh, just to kind of and sometimes it's more just shaking it out. There's times where I'll just go and I'll just kind of shake and shake my arms, shake my legs and just really just shake my whole body out and just to relax any of the physical tension from the stress. And that way I can kind of come back loose and ready to go and keep going. So yeah, music is definitely a big part of my stuff. Uh, thank you to everybody that wrote back to us, uh, or responded on, on Twitter, Instagram. We really appreciate it. Now, usually we do like a hustle support statement, Uh, you know, talking about where we kind of get you ready for the week. Um, But instead of doing that, I've got a few other tips that I found that I think could help people with their stress that I wanted to throw out there. Um, And, you know, Michael, if you do any of these uh, or any kind of versions of these, let me know. Yeah, please do. I'm excited to hear what you got. So the first one I found was, uh, you know, walking it out. And I think you kind of have the same thing sometimes with running. Like Mm -hmm. you just go out and physically wash it away. Like going out and just, you know, you what the old saying when you play sports when you're a kid and you like scratch your knee, walk it off. Because what you're doing is you're 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 focusing on something else, not focus on the stress will also let it kind of pour out of you a little bit.
1: Yeah. The uh, running has become so important to me, uh, just through this whole journey and getting connected with my body. Whenever I get stressed, I literally that's my moment when I ask myself, have I gone for a run today or have I worked out? No, I'm gonna mm-hmm. go on a run, and th- that's why I really love these uh, meditated guided runs on the Nike Running app. Uh, it just r- is a great way to just put literally get away from places that have walls all around you. Just be out in nature, mm-hmm. and whether it's for a walk or a run, it's just a great way to clear your head.
0: The next one I have is write it out, where you know if you're feeling something, sit down and just write, just free form, free free hand. Just write whatever you're feeling and just let it out. If that, if there's no one that you can get a hold of, there's no one you can talk to, just write it out, get it out somewhere. And again, I think focusing your, your, your stress on that is relieving it through that. You know, your hands moving, your eye, your, your mind is racing. It's freeing the space up from the thought that you're thinking that if you don't get out, it's just going to contain inside of you.
1: Yeah, absolutely. There's so many times You know, whether that's just writing to yourself or just even shooting a text like there's so many times, Daniel, where we've reached out to one another during times of stress and just be like, hey, this is what I'm feeling right now. What can I do? Uh, I had a moment actually this past week where I was in the grocery store and I had done a four mile run and my body was just wanting food and I decided to go for a grocery run. And in the middle of that store, my body went into super hunger anxiety mode like hangry mode where I really needed some protein. I just needed some nourishment. And it was such a busy time at the store. And I got hit by this anxiety attack and I sh- took out my cell phone. I messaged my friend and she just said, hey, get get some water, take a few big deep breaths. It's gonna be fine. And I did that and I felt so much better for it.
0: I was gonna say That takes me to my next one.
1: Drink some water. <laughs> <laughs> well Wait, done. A lot of people don't know this.
0: But by not drinking water, if you're dehydrated, it can make any feeling of anxiety or anxious symptoms worse because you're dehydrated expands it, and which because of the dehydration can lead to heart palpitations, which could give you the sense of you're having an anxiety attack, mm-hmm. and so which again escalates it even more. So by drinking water and and hydrating yourself, you're already calming a lot of your natural fight or flight instincts because your body is refreshed. It has what it what it needs, and you know they say a lot of times when you think you're hungry, you're you're actually thirsty.
1: That's true. That's and very people,
0: true. People mistake the feeling of thirst for hunger or dehydration. So making sure you're getting a good amount of water is like if you feel anxious, grab a big glass of water, sit down, relax, and drink some water. And again, I think yeah, it goes to focus. You're focusing yourself on something else.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And doing something else. Um, so it was funny that you brought that up because that was
1: my next thing. <laughs> oh no, that it's that's so that is so funny and it's so true and it's all tied to you know for thousands of years we were hunters and gatherers and our resources were very scarce. So oftentimes, mm-hmm. if we're dehydrated, our basic human brain is having that fear of do I have the resources for my survival? And just by having some mm-hmm. water, it is just a great way to just calm those. Fly, uh, fight or flight instincts that you were saying.
0: Now, this last one uh, kind of goes with, you know, a lot of people when you talk to them and you tell people like, I'm really stressed or am really upset or, you know, going through some stuff, they always say, you know, talk to someone. Talk to somebody. And that's great. Definitely talk to someone. I'm going to add a little thing on the end of that. Talk to someone who gets it. Talk to someone who has been there, is in there, is going through it with you. Like find people that are, at, that understand not just the, the 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 feelings, but what's causing the feelings as well. Yeah, um, that's been one of the great things about mine and Michael's relationship is we're both in this kind of industry hustle. Yeah, we're at diff- in different sides where I'm I'm focusing more on writing, he's on more acting, but a lot of the 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 feelings and the stress is the same, and the frustration of this pursuit is the same in both of those positions. So having Michael to call when I've been frustrated and just like, man, I'm just done. I can't do this. And he gets it. He understands he's been there. Same with him c- calling me. I think there's a sense of comfort, like, like being wrapped in a warm blanket or a hug knowing that this person gets it because they've been through it and they're still kick- kicking. They're still going. They're still pushing. They're, they're, they're fine. I'm going to be fine
1: exactly and you know i know one of our listeners earlier had mentioned that they like to talk to their parents i mean for me i mm. know that sometimes that's not the best thing for me to do just because neither of my parents really know the true hustle of being in the entertainment mm. industry and so sometimes a call to them might actually lead to more stress and so that's why it's important to have your tribe of of people who you know that are in the same hustle as you or or can empathize with that and you know, talk it out and help provide some solutions or just to be there and say, hey, I've been there too. I get you. It's it's so important to just have those people there that understand you and have those same shared experiences.
0: Absolutely. Well, thank you, Michael, for jumping on today and uh, just kind of sharing, uh, not only the going on, but maybe the things that have been kind of weighing on you uh, that deal with a lot of the stuff that's going on. Um, it's always good. I think I feel a little better already just kind of talking about it. Um, and just getting it, Like I say, getting it off your chest.
1: Absolutely. Like, this is
0: happening. Uh, and it, it's, I can, I can handle it. You yeah,
1: know? no, absolutely. We can handle this, Daniel. And just as you, our <laughs> listener can handle it, whatever you've got going on. And again, I'll just go back to that metaphor of if you live your life from, as if you're just sitting on the beach, looking out at the water, You're only going to have like a limited experience. Go out into the Mm. water and see how vast it is and the opportunities that can arise from taking a step into that opportunity. And, you know, whether it's your creative hustles or for us, the, the Hollywood hustle, hustle, as it were, I am just so excited by what's to come. And I know there's a lot of unknowns and a lot of things that need to be figured out. But I know I personally would not have anyone else but you to go on this journey with.
0: Couldn't I could not set it better myself. And speaking of stepping out into the waters, if this is your first time stepping into the waters of the Hollywood Hustle podcast, thank you so much for checking us out. There are over ninety interview episodes already available, just waiting to offer more amazing advice, stories, and inspiration for your own journey and for your hustle. For you to check out, including our most recent interview with creative change strategist, Christine Aller, uh, make sure you check that out. It was a great interview with me and Christine, just talking about living the hustle, figuring out how to, and having the right mindset to chase the goals that you're going after. Make sure you visit us at our home at anchor.fm, where you can support the hustle by becoming a, a uh, uh, you can follow us, you can donate to us, you know, becoming a sponsor of the show. For those just now listening, you are now a member of the League of Hustle, our wonderful community, the listeners of the show that is now 25,000 strong and growing. Make sure to leave us a review and comment on Apple Podcasts or on Stitcher and share this show with other people, other amazing hustlers in your life that you think could benefit from the information, the advice, the inspiration on this show as we continue to grow this community.
1: Exactly. And as we continue to grow here at Hollywood Hustle in whatever form that may be, One thing that you can do is follow our journey on social media. On Twitter, we are at LA Hustle Cast. And on Instagram and Facebook, you can find us at Hollywood Hustle Podcast. Daniel, uh, our host, is found on both Twitter and Instagram at Daniel Tuttle, T U T T E L. And then I can be found on Twitter and Instagram at Michael Lutheran. And you can also email us uh, if you have any questions about things that you heard on the show today or from a past interview or if this episode really connected to you of about talking about stress and anxiety, and if you have any tips of what else our listeners could benefit from hearing from, email us at hollywoodhustlepodcast at gmail.com.
0: You know, we also said writing it out. If you just want to write out what's stressing you out, even if you don't want us to read it on the show, if that would help you, feel free to send it to us. We won't share it with anybody. It'll be just between you and us knowing that it helped you feel better at that moment when you were writing it. We're more than happy to do that. But until next time, guys, we want to make sure that you're good. We're good. Thank you so much for being with us. Like Michael said, we're always thinking about you guys, what we can do to make this better for you, what we can bring to make this better. And you guys do so much for us just knowing that you're there. Not only us supporting you, but you supporting us means the world to us and relieves some of that stress that we do have. And until next time, keep on moving. Keep on breathing, keep drinking water, and always remember to keep, keep up, up
1: the, the hustle. hustle. The, the hustle. That one, the that hustle. thing that we do. The that, hustle. That, that, that hustle. <laughs> <laughs> this episode was brought to you by Team Hustle. Daniel Tuttle is our host and executive producer. Michael Lutheran co hosted and produced this episode. Our theme music and transition music is by bensound.com. To support the hustle of this show with a financial contribution, please visit hollywoodhustlepodcast.com.